This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's franchise spotlight is on Carl Udler. He's the Senior Director of Marketing at Hughes, and today we'll be talking about the technical side of franchising. Welcome to the show, Carl. How are you? Hello, Jack. Thanks for having me. What a great opportunity to talk with the franchise community, uh, particularly on your platform. We're so glad you're here. You know, Hughes is such a well-known global brand, but a lot of people might not know how involved you are in franchising. So give us a little background on the on the company and the brand to start with. Hughes has been around for just 50 years. We celebrated our 50th anniversary last year. Wow. And we've been working in the franchise environment for well over 20 years. I started working in franchising with Hughes back in 2007. And at that time, we were building networks for very large franchisors to make sure that all of the connectivity to their franchisees is safe and fast and secure. Since then, I've also received my CFE, and I'm also a CFTP, Jack. That's a Certified Food Service Technology Professional. Ah. So because of the technical expertise that Hughes has, and several of us with our industry certifications, we're really focused on helping franchisors and franchisees overcome business challenges related to technology. Let's dive right into that end of it. What kind of challenges are you seeing out there that the franchisees are currently experiencing? We all know that security is a key part of business today. Franchisors and franchisees have credit card information. They have PII, personally identifiable information, like name, address, phone numbers, birthdays, et cetera. And one of the biggest challenges that they have are keeping that information safe so that the fraudsters or the bad guys don't get that information, which protects the brand, protects their customers, and protects the franchisees. Everyone's heard about ransomware and the hackers that get in. You see that nearly all the time in the newspaper and on the press. And and that could be really detrimental to a franchisor. It, It compromises their name, their integrity. And we've seen companies go straight out out of business due to that attack. There are essentially four critical components to securing the network, Jack. And they're number one, connectivity, number two, security, number three, integration, the way everything integrates and talks to each other. And then lastly, support. Great. Tell me about connectivity challenges. The the first thing with connectivity is having access to the network or to a location. It's important to not only have the connection, but have it fast, reliable, and affordable. Additionally, we have found that with the connectivity issues that come up from local wireline providers like DSL, cable, fiber, and the others, it's very important to have a backup connection like a a 4G wireless connection to ensure that each location has connectivity, they can process transactions, and they can keep orders coming in and revenue coming in. 
And obviously, once that uh, information is coming in, then security is also a, a critical part of this, right? That's right. That's exactly right, Jack. And it's not just having a modem or a router or an off-the-shelf package of software that you get at your local technology store. Um, but it's also making sure that each device that connects to the network is secure. People really don't realize that each time they add a device like a security camera or refrigeration service or a POS service to the network, it can be very complex from a networking connectivity and security standpoint. So whether the franchisor is dictating that a certain service needs to be added to the infrastructure or the franchisee is making a business decision on their own to add a particular service to their store, security is very important because you don't want to be in a situation where you have um, bad press, where you have your brand name on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, because when it's there, it's typically not good. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's important as almost as a fiduciary to your franchisees to make sure everything is safe, secure and up and running. I never thought about security in that form before that, you know, I, I always picture those hackers out there that, that you mentioned, you know, someone trying to get into your system, but it could be something as well-intentioned, like you said, is adding something like a camera or, or some other device in, into your, you know, into your world um, that, that could affect the security. That's really interesting. Um, tell me how this is all integrated. The Since all applications that run the POS, the back office systems, a reservation system, an ordering system, or anything, they really need to all integrate together to make sure that each one is always available and protected. It's especially important when franchise brands um, dictate that certain pieces of equipment or services need to be purchased and implemented and deployed at each franchise location. And this is especially important when it comes to a point of sale system or something handling very sensitive information. You don't wanna to have to worry about how the POS system integrates with other aspects of the network. So you want it to be a seamless process to add any component to a network to benefit from the technology and from the security and you want to be able to do it safely without harming any part of your business or any part of the operations, particularly when it relates to transactions and revenue. It sounds like there's a lot of moving parts here. How do you support all of this? It may not seem as clear cut as it seems, Jack, but nearly all providers, managed service providers, software providers provide some type of support for their services. But what they can deliver and promise to deliver can be a little bit deceiving. Uh, for retailers, the question is whether you can access support when you need it most. For example, if a network goes down on a weekend or during peak holiday hours or Black Friday or something that's a very special day or even on a random Saturday night at 11 p.m., you want to make sure that you have the support you need because not having the connectivity can truly be devastating, particularly to a QSR that can't process orders or credit cards or anything else. It's important to have a provider that picks up 365 days a year, 24 by 7. And when I say pick up, I mean pick up the phone, 
understand your business and be able to get it resolved within a very short period of time. Yeah, because um, none of these problems are going to happen at 10 a.m. on a Monday morning, <laughs> right? Uh, that's right. That's exactly right. And what we have found when working with um, franchise brands is they'll have these different technologies coming in and they won't be able to process credit cards. So the employee will pick up the phone, call the brand support, the brand will call the POS provider support, and the POS provider will say, nope, not us. We can't see our network. Yeah. So then they'll go to the the uh, network provider and say, can't process credit cards, your network. And we'll say, no, no, we can see the network. We can see the POS device. So you have a lot of finger pointing going back and forth. And the best way to handle the number of disparate applications that you have at a location is to have one central support entity and one throat to choke. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see how all of that uh, back and forth and trying to figure out where the problem is um, and, and, and who's going to point the finger at whom next. Um, the biggest problem there is while that's all happening, the cash register is not ringing for the franchisee. Right. Jack, one of the analogies I like to use with franchisors is price versus cost. And I like this analogy because it really demonstrates in black and white where some of the pitfalls and payoffs are. The price of a provider service is X dollars per month, which you may want to pay or may not want to pay. It may be too high. You may not think that it's necessary. But when you look at the price of that service versus how much it will cost you as a business to not have access to your POS system, to sales coming in from applications, from sales coming in from online orders. Can you really afford that? Again, price versus cost. I love the price versus cost analogy. I, I think that's one of the uh, one of the best ways to you know really make small business owners and franchise systems understand uh, what this is actually going to cost them if they if they don't. Uh, put some things into place in the near future. Um, what else are you seeing out there in the field? One of the biggest challenges that we see is how to engage customers. I find, Jack, that many franchisees aren't using the tools that are at their disposal for the biggest benefits. And one example is digital signage. Mm -hmm. Digital signage may sound like it's, it's something that's very simple, but there are a lot of applications that brands and stores and QSRs can use around digital signage to really improve the customer experience, boost sales, and boost profits. There are five areas I'd like to, to share with everyone okay. just to get an idea of how these digital signage mediums can, can help a business in a, a meaningful and demonstrable way. The first is that you can target your promotions, right? Each signage is made and tailor-made for a target message that you can also align with the advertising and messaging that you're doing on a product and for items that you want or need to sell based on the inventory that you have. If you have more of a certain product and you want to offload it, putting it up on the digital board inside the restaurant or store is a great way to put that thought into customers' minds, especially if you have a large quantity of perishable items. Um, the second is Customers get bored, especially your frequent customers, coming in and seeing the same static message on the monitor. 
So rotating the message by time of day, by work, by shift, by customer demographics, or even by season is a great way for content to stay fresh and to keep your customers engaged. One key area, Jack, and we've seen this even more and more since over the last couple of years with everything going on, is encouraging the mobile app experience and creating digital signage to really persuade customers to download your mobile app. And we see this being adopted by all sorts of franchisors, particularly in the QSR market. And on a side note, Jack, I can tell you that my kids, they have an app for every place they shop at, every <laughs> QSR they go to. Of course. And, and they want to maximize their spend at those stores. And the stores want them to keep coming in. And it's a nice symbiotic relationship. Great. Um, How is this working with social media? Social media is important and everyone is doing it. That's nothing new. And creating a customer-centric or share-worthy environment and sharing social media streams that customers post, putting that on your signage makes a very inclusive environment. You can even stream posts from local schools, nonprofits, or businesses to really foster a stronger sense of community. So they're doing that out and about, they're doing it on social media, and you're reinforcing it in your store by having their posts, your customers, up on the screens in the store. Um, lastly, shaping expectations. Providing customers with more real-time information like order status, order up, and how long they can expect to wait for a certain product or for a table or something else supports more efficient operations and really helps shape their expectations. Every business wants to underpromise and overdeliver, and this is a great way to do it. And these are just some examples of how here at Hughes, we understand the franchise business and aren't just focused on the digital signage or on the network. We understand our customers' business, Jack. For example, in our pizza branded customers, we know that their Christmas time is around the Super Bowl. So we staff up during that time to make sure that all the orders come in. Our retail customers have the Christmas season, that's obvious. And for all of our network systems, we don't touch them starting at the end of October until the end of the holiday season. We make sure that everything is there and ready. Uh, we, we have a franchisor whose primary product is fish. And we understand that, that brand and that customer's focus. And because of that, we staff up during the Lent season to ensure business continuity and that they get all their revenue during that high season. As we start to wrap up here, Carl, let's talk about um, any other advice you might have uh, for franchisees or whoever's running their IT or whoever's touching their technology? Well, I'd say, Jack, that the most important area to recognize is how much the IT industry has changed and how quickly technologies are evolving. It's had an impact on the sales process. In the past, salespeople would contact IT to educate them on a product and try to determine if there was a fit. Today, IT and operation teams come to the table highly educated. They've already done their research. There's so much content available online that they can easily get up to speed on the current technologies, particularly those that affect what their need is, um, very quickly. 
So my advice would be to take advantage of everything that's available. If you're exploring anything new, like a new security initiative, such as SASE or ZTN, Zero Trust Networks, or security as a service, we are seeing our customers and prospects taking the time to do their own research in advance. There are many free resources available from just about every company. There are lots of free webinars. A 30-minute webinar is not a huge commitment. And within 10 minutes of watching, you can determine whether it's worth your time to consume it or not. The last thing is I want to share a story, Jack. One of our chicken-based franchisors that we do business with, I was at their, their franchisee convention about 10 or 12 years ago, and we had a great offering that was super secure and had all the right equipment. And the CIO brought over a larger franchisee and wanted me to give him our pitch. So I pulled out our nice, slick, shiny brochure, and I talked about the router and the configuration and the application switching. And he turned to me and said, time out. I have no idea what you're talking about. I fry chicken. <laughs> and hearing that helped me internalize separating the technology from what the technology does for a franchisor, right? For a franchisee. It's, this could be the greatest, coolest thing in the world, configured, price right, everything. But how it affects the franchisee is the most important part. There has to be an ROI. There has to be an understanding of their business and an understanding by the franchisee what the franchisor is asking about. Again, Jack, I fried chickens. Right. I think you found the, the sort of magic bullet in franchising that all of the marketing speak and technology speak that you and I sort of are surrounded by every day. Um, it really doesn't matter to someone who is trying to run a small business, whether they're frying chickens or making pizzas or coaching people or running a team. It's the suppliers and the, and the partners jobs to help those folks fry chicken in, in, a, in a safe and secure way. Carl, thanks so much for joining us here today. If people would like to connect with you, or maybe they've got some more questions for you, where can we send them? Jack, it's been a pleasure to be here with you. I always enjoy talking to the franchise community. To get in touch with me, it's very simple. Our website is hughes.com slash franchise. Very simple. And if you want to see some of the uh, publications and blog posts that I've put together, it's hughes.com slash Carl Udler, all one word, C-A-R-L-U-D-L-E-R, Carl Udler. And you can get in touch with me on LinkedIn. I post a lot of industry information, which people typically find interesting. So by connecting on LinkedIn, my posts will show up in your feed. And you can reach me here at Hughes at my email address, carl.udler at hughes.com. Thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.